Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Regina's Canadian Western Agribition has announced a profit on last year's show of $745,000. CEO Chris Lane says the profit is a small drop from last year but reflects a strong show. Construction of the International Trade Center this year will provide Agribition with expanded facilities for this fall show. Lane is hoping to build on the success of the Running with the Bulls and offer a high adrenaline feature on the Saturday of the show. He says the profits reflect a vibrant show. Well, I think it's um, it's kind of a team effort, and you know a lot of things have to go right for um, uh, for those kind of profits to be posted. And it's a it's a financial management strategy that we have. It's um, uh, it's also making sure that the people that invest their time and money with us uh, that they get a lot of value on that. We really are a return on investment uh, business model going here. So um, the relationships we have, the business opportunity opportunities that we can create for companies and people um, as they spend their time and money with us, uh, we find that um, that's paying off and we aim to continue that. What led to this profit picture? Well, what led to it, I think, um, you know, responsible financial management practices. We, uh, uh, we have a pretty good idea generally what the revenue model looks like and how to maximize that uh, while providing value uh, on the other end. Um, and really, I think the guest experience uh, factor is something we take really seriously. So whether you're an exhibitor or a guest from the city who's coming to spend some time in agribition, making sure that there's value attached to that um, investment. You couple that with some sound expense management and making sure that we're being very prudent with the money that we do have, and, and hopefully you can post profit. Where does the money go to? Well, all that money, just about all of it, is earmarked to reinvestment in either capital expansion. Uh, we invest quite a bit in the facilities here on the grounds uh, for our own purposes, and um, you know we are able to do things programming-wise with that money that again, makes the visitor and exhibitor experience even better. So, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, we don't know about uh, yet until we move into the International Trade Centre. So it's kind of like moving into a new house. You never know what you need till you get in. So some of that money is earmarked to making sure that transition is as smooth as it can be. What were the key factors for the success of aggravation last year? What do you see some of the key events, key items that really helped the show? I think we're expanding our offer uh, to different sectors of an audience. So things like, you know, different events, um, if people open the paper or hear on the radio, uh, you know, one event that maybe they wouldn't uh, have expected at Agribition uh, that they can come down and take a part of, that's one of them. Uh, the other thing is we're finding a lot of uptake in people interested in the food story. So anything that can we can really add around the context of how their food is raised and how it's prepared, there's a lot of interest in that. So we see our food pavilion really taking off. So you, those kind of programming elements are a big deal for us when we try to engage a different kind of consumer. And then I think on the livestock side, we can't forget about that. You know, the reputation of agribition in really an international livestock marketplace is as good as it's ever been and, and only growing. So again, a new facility allows us to do different things with that programming that um, I think we're really, we're really coming into our own on the international stage here. You said agribition had a $56 million impact on the local economy? Yeah, that's right. In an economic study that we've done, when you take into factor all the kind of business deals that get done around agribition, um, you know, hotels, restaurants, travel, all those kind of things, uh, the economic impact study that, that we have, the latest data, suggests $56 million for the province of Saskatchewan. Livestock sales were pretty good last year? Second highest in the organization's history. So we have some numbers, like I said, the, 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 the international sales were about $500,000 this year, which, like I said, is four times the last, uh, uh, or sorry, more than the last four years combined. 
so that really shows that we have a business model that's working for livestock sales. Total livestock sales are about $3 million in 2016, so we're pretty happy with that. And changes for the coming year? Well, uh, we have a few things uh, up our sleeve. Really, the um, the main change for us is just making sure we execute the new building properly. So we're spending a lot of time on logistics, making sure that that's um, as world-class as it can be. That new building offers a, a couple different hosting and entertainment options for us as well. So we're kind of building that out. And uh, as I said, I think people want to stay tuned for the Saturday schedule uh, in the Brandt Centre. There's going to be some hands-on uh, high adrenaline things we can try out. Lane says attendance surpassed 124,000 people during the six-day event. Which is a little bit down from uh, 2015, but when we plotted on a five-year graph, we're, um, we're right exactly where we, we want to be. You know, I, um, it's a big deal for me to have a strategy of sustainable growth in this business, so um, I, I look far more at five, six, seven-year trends over what we're doing from a revenue and attendance point of view, uh, rather than you know dips and valleys from year to year. So. We're really impressed, despite all the changes that happened last year, that we're still in that 125 range. Lane says the show also caters to the urban consumer. We have a unique opportunity to, to bring so many parts of uh, the food chain together in one place. So as long as people are interested in food, uh, we believe we can make an offer that's interesting to them at Agribition. So it's about education, it's about entertainment. Um, it's about, you know, for a lot of people, this is the only time that they get to come and see you know, how livestock is raised or how farming happens and, and learn a bit about it and have some fun while they're at it. Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition. Canadian Western Agribition officials elected Bruce Holmquist of Saskatoon as the new president of Agribition. We'll hear from him on Monday. The vice president replaces President Stuart Stone after two years. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada will launch a new study of the pea-leaf weevil this spring. The pea-leaf weevil has been expanding further north and east into Saskatchewan over the past few years. The weevil has moved from the southwest to as far north as Saskatoon and close to Regina in the east. Ag Canada research scientist Megan Vankoski will coordinate the study, which has three objectives. The first is to get a better idea of the north and eastward range expansion of the pea-leaf weevil using pheromone traps. The second objective is to put um, what we call emergence cages out in the ground in the area more around Swift Current and Outlook where pea-leaf weevil populations are fairly well established. We're going to use those traps to figure out where the pea-leaf weevil overwinters. And then the final objective is to test out different insecticide use combinations for weevil management. Vankoski wants to put the traps out just after the seedlings have emerged for a period of six weeks. She's looking for a few producer cooperators who will let them place pheromone traps in the Saskatoon, Outlook, Watrous, North Battleford and Moose Jaw areas. The traps will go in 2017 field margins in shelter belts, alfalfa fields and near fields that grew peas and faba beans last year. Yorkton is going to be home to a medical marijuana growing facility. Our Trees is based in Regina and is a subsidiary of the Canopy Growth Corporation. Health Canada has completed a pre-license inspection and Our Trees is awaiting final approval of its 90,000 square foot facility in Yorkton. Andrew McCorkendale is the company president and CEO. We can control every aspect of the environment from light levels, temperature, humidity, CO2 levels, and then, of course, our entire uh, feeding and nutrient supply line. But the end result is very, very high-end product versus what you certainly would be able to get in an outdoor production or greenhouse production. 
McCorkadale says marijuana production is less about density and more dependent on light. 25 square feet, for instance, you could pack in 18 small marijuana plants, or you could spread four or five out, and your end yield will be the same. So we've focused a little bit less on density of plants, more so on amount of light energy. In fact, are leaning towards fewer, more spread out plants because the yield's the same. And because there's more room, it permits more airflow and generally results in a, a healthier plant. McCorkadale says there has been no local opposition to the planned development. The federal government has indicated it plans to legalize recreational marijuana by July 2018. The market updates on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell $2.10 at 468.10. Oats dropped $2.33 at 139.95. Number one red spring wheat rose 29 cents at 228.18. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 267.46. Feed barley 124.14. Flax 492.02. Yellow peas $316. Feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was down one and a half cents at 5.20 and a quarter a bushel. The Livestock Report on the Source 620 CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 1,600 cattle on offer here at Moose Jaw for the week ending April 7th. Here, if you wait yearling cattle on going to the feedlot, they were a lower. Grass cattle are selling barely steady. These replacement quality heifers are selling to a good demand. Butcher cows and bulls are selling stronger also. Next pre-sort sales, Tuesday, April 11th. Here's what happened at our Tuesday pre-sort. 447 weight red and black steers. They bring 24075. 583 reds and blacks at 223. 660 weight blacks at 210. 760 weight blacks at 182 and 50. And 864 weight black steers bring 168. Into the heifers, the 464 weight red and black heifers at 20475. 609 weight black heifers at 18475. 670 weight blacks, they bring 175. The 678 reds, though. They bring 185 and a quarter. 787 weight reds sold at 185. These big, big good cows, the bigger the better. 101 to 111 sales right up to $1.1450 on the right kind. Medium hay fed cows from 92 to $1.02. Good big bulls from 118 to 129 sales to 134 This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 153 to 154 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,000 heads, selling in a range of 151 to 153 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, April 7th are Sig 3, 148.73, Sig 4, 161.13, Sig 5, 154.93, Cash 153.43, Britco 152.70, Thunder Creek 160.54, and High Life 158.71. Cash hogs today are called lower while lean hogs are trading lower and the Canadian dollar is up 9 basis points trading at 0.7467 cents US. Cash hogs yesterday were down 55 cents per hundred weight while the cutout was down 76 cents per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $24 per head black. Lean hog futures suggest that the market will develop some seasonal support over the next two months, but the summer highs are likely to be nearly 20% lower than a year ago levels due to the massive increase in pork production. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on the Source 620 CKRM. 
the 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly sunny, wind becoming southwest 20, gusting to 40 this afternoon. The high today, 22. Tonight, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. Wind southwest 30, gusting to 50, the low plus 3. Tomorrow, sunny, wind southwest 30, gusting to 50, becoming west 50, gusting to 70, and a high of 17. Tomorrow night, cloudy periods, 40% chance of showers or flurries, the low minus 3. Sunday, cloudy with a high plus 5, the low minus 8. Monday, sunny with a high plus 6, the low minus 5. Tuesday, sunny with a high plus 11, the low minus 1. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 11, the low minus 1. Thursday, partly cloudy, and a high of 11 degrees. The normal high is 10, the normal low minus 4. The sun rose at 621 this morning. It sets at 740 p.m. On the roundup, we have Estevan at 16, Saskatoon 19, Swift Current 19, Weyburn is 17, Yorkton is 14 degrees. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit, winds are from the southeast at 19, the humidity 37%, the barometer dropping 100.0. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 19 degrees, winds are from the west-southwest at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.